there's a spoken and unspoken culture in every program that you have. Okay. Right? And so the fact of the matter is every program has a culture. Is it spoken or is it not spoken? Right? Hey, welcome back to another rep. This is Steve Hagan, and I have a really good friend, and uh, he was a player for me, and now he's become a friend, and he's still playing. I'm not playing. He's playing. <laughs> His name is Austin Henderson, and um, thanks for coming on the show today, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, really looking forward to it. it. Austin and I met at Ensworth High School in Nashville, and he was playing tight end up there. How'd you get to Ensworth? Uh, well, it's a long, very long story. I know story, you can't but, say that you got recruited. And well, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'll, I'll just, I'll simply put it as um, very thankful for the opportunity that God opened up there and uh, was at a public school in, in Murfreesboro. And one of, my, one of my friends introduced Endsworth to me. And uh, then we were ready to take the next step and move up there. And the doors were open and, and it all happened really, really quick. But yeah, it's kind of how I got up there yeah and Edsworth's a super cool school I know you met a lot of really good people up there you got some okay. lifelong friends from being up there and all yeah for sure and then you got recruited to play at uh, Minnesota you got a scholarship to go play football up at Minnesota yes sir which is awesome yeah, yeah. The Big Ten let's talk about the Big Ten all right what? Yeah. So you get there and it's like you're going through all those stadiums did you play in every single stadium um in the Big Ten yeah I, or were there? No, I you did didn't not. get to go to. I did not. Some like Maryland <laughs> or somewhere like that. No, I the the farthest I went. I'm trying to think. I went to Wisconsin. I went to Nebraska. Everything else was just at home. Those were the only two trips I got to take my freshman year. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I know it was a really good experience, and I really loved the time there. Um. And the Big Ten is something special for sure. But I'm ready to to take what I learned there and move move forward. So. Yeah, you just got in the transfer portal. Let's talk about that. You just went through the transfer portal because now yes, you're signing at Liberty yes, University. Sir. And so you were at Minnesota two seasons. Right. And then you got in the transfer portal. For all those people that are going to listen to this, what's that transfer portal? What's that all about? Yeah, so, I mean, transfer portal is a is a great opportunity and also something that for some people will not uh, be so good. You know, I think that... Um, it has to be the right the right fit to, to enter in the transfer portal and the right reasons. You know, so many people have um, the wrong reasons to enter in the portal. It's, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, and not saying that I have the perfect situation to enter the portal, but it was a very good opportunity and, and great timing for me to go ahead and step into the portal and, and take that next step. And uh, you want me to tell you kind of how the portal yeah, works? Yeah, because there's really no guarantee that some right. team's going to pick you up. No, not at all. You're just kind of yeah. throwing it out there. And- right. And when you go in, can you go back to Minnesota, or do you pretty much I mean, throw yourself out there? Yeah, I, I'd say when you go in, you're like, I'm kind of out of the program I'm in, uh, definitely. <laughs> so um, that that was something so that – you're hoping something <laughs> good happens. Right, right. So, I mean, I was really trusting God that he'd open the doors um, for the next step because he definitely closed the door at Minnesota, you know. And um, I think that was something that uh, was really made clear to me that I need to take the next right step and enter in the portal and just trust God to open the doors and, and thank God he did. Um, and so I was, I was really excited as soon as I actually, I'll tell you a quick story about hitting the portal. So when I put my, or I talked to compliance, about put my name in the portal, you know, like five minutes later, they're like, all right, your name's in the portal. I was like, Oh wow, that's, you know, that's fast. <laughs> so, um, that happened really quick and I didn't even have a statement ready or nothing, but within a minute I go on Twitter just to check, tre- uh, check Twitter and like, 
25 coaches that like hit me up. Isn't that crazy? And, yeah, so it's why I mean they they're definitely watching it um which is which is kind of cool. I don't even understand what database this uh quote unquote portal is. Right. But it was a really Really cool experience just to be like, okay, your name's in the portal, and then I'm on Twitter, and 25 coaches are already... Well, to me, yeah. it's the equivalent of what free agency is for the NFL. Right, And right. so when they see a name come up, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of those coaches had recruited you out of high school. Right. And then they saw, and then you've been in a Big Ten program for two years, lifting and running and working out and grinding mm-hmm. and doing all that. Right. You know, to me... That's a more valuable source than going into a junior college, right? For right. certain guys, now right. there's obviously there's give and take for all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, to touch on that for a second, like I've definitely learned so much being at the University of Minnesota. You gotta, you gotta get in there and know what it takes to to know what it takes. That you know, basically. So what do you said, think it but, takes? Well, it takes hard work. It takes dedication. I mean, what people will say always. Well, you guys were up at what five thirty? Yeah, morning. I mean, we're up six o'clock. You know, and that's that's probably the latest. But um, you're up at six o'clock every morning. You're you know you're working out. You're getting it done in the morning. Um, I like that structure of getting it done in the morning because you're not affected by what happens through the day, and you don't let that dictate how you come into play football. You know, and so I, I like that structure definitely during the season and throughout. But um, it, you know, it's it's not. It's not all sunshines and, and, and you know rainbows. It's 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 hard work. You got to put your head in the dirt, and especially when you're not the guy or you're playing or whatever the yeah. case may be. Yeah. Um. It's even that much more that hey, let's develop. Let's let's come in. Let's get to work. And I love that. I you know I've always loved putting in the work and and looking forward to where we're going. Um. But at Minnesota, just the fit for me, um, offensively was kind of the reasoning for um, entering the entering into the portal. And so that that just kind of um, what spring forward me entering into that. Yeah, you're portal. a receiving tight end, and mm-hmm. you get an opportunity to go to Liberty when they Liberty just has a different style of offense than right. Minnesota does. So that'll be good. That'll be a good fit for you over there. Right. Yes, Plus, sir. Liberty's a cool school. I'm a lot biased. I'm oh, a yeah. lot biased. <laughs> oh yeah, that's I awesome. I had three of my kids go, and, <laughs> and my fourth is going to go over there as well. So yes, sir. That's pretty cool. Let's talk about um, culture, mm-hmm. and I want to talk about. Um, so you've had in, I think in your last two years at Ensworth, you right. had two different strength coaches, and then at Minnesota, did you only have one strength coach, or did you have two different ones? One, one strength one. coach, yes, sir. So tell me the difference between all those strength coaches and how they build culture or help, help build the culture. Yeah, so actually at Ensworth, I had three different strength coaches. Three, yeah. Yes, sir. Um, but, like, it, you know, it really comes down to the weight room for sure um, in football because – the work's put in there, and that's how you build your confidence through the preparation of, of what you're going to do. Um, and, you know, that like that weight room experience, you really have to have a great culture and a standard in there if you want to be successful. And so um, I think Ensworth definitely – More pre- so than probably any other sport. Right. Well, I mean – I mean, I'd say, as yeah. As far as – Because, I mean, yeah, you got – I mean, you got the other sports that, you know, you need the weight room and it's helpful. And, you know, to be, an, to be a great athlete, you got to be in the weight room for sure. But um, with football, like – you know, you you gotta run. You gotta run fast. You gotta you know lift heavy weights. Oh, you gotta do everything. So, um, yeah, the weight room is really important. Um, but yeah, the culture at Minnesota. I mean, the weight room was awesome because the standard in there is uh, you come in, we get to work, and you know, like it, you're running around everywhere. We call it plus three, um, where you know everything you do, you're going plus three yards, and 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 you know whatever the case may be, um, just. 
to reiterate that mindset of I'm not going to just stop at the line or get to the line or get to where I'm going. I'm going to go plus three yeah. there. So that was kind of a culture. But Ensworth definitely prepared me um, to go to step into that weight room um, at Minnesota and be ready to get to work, you know. So I love working. I love getting after it. Winter workouts are coming up here at Liberty. And uh, I'm looking forward to, to, to getting to build that camaraderie with the team in the weight room. Yeah, I'm sure you'll bring that plus three mentality there. They maybe already have some. Maybe they do plus right. four. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> true, that, true that, true <laughs> that. Right so when you – I mean, so each team gets 25 scholarships. Right. And, you know, when they get into the transfer portal, mm-hmm. I mean, there's just a lot going on. Right. So they're going to take quarterback or they're going to take linemen. They're going to – Right. So guys – that are existing on the team already kind of like, Oh, what the heck is going on here? You know, and that's pretty much every year in college football now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You just have to, I mean, you just got to be at at the end of the day. Um, you can't be competing against anybody else except yourself. Thank you. There you you go. And that's the thing is when you're, when you're competing against, uh, Oh, I'm competing against my tight end. Who's in the room with me. Well, you know what? They're going to bring somebody right behind you. Who's going to compete against you. And if that's, you know, so you get into all this and you're, you're kind of thinking about that instead of, hey, did I do better than I was yesterday? That's all That's all you got to worry about. Yeah, you got to be your best self. Exactly. And so to continue to, I, you know, I'll definitely take, and this is a lot of uh, culture talk from Minnesota that Coach Fleck, um, you know, some people call them Fleckisms, but I, I definitely will take that, you know, knowledge uh, to the next level that I'm going to. And What's a Fleckism? Give us, give um, us a couple Fleckisms well, I mean, like, that you'll take with Change you. your best and roll the boat, you know, like stuff like that. Yeah. People, you know, people will call those um, kind of his slogans or whatever the case may be or sayings. But those are, I mean, those are applicable to life and they're great, you know, ideas for sure. And um, that's something that to me has really changed my mindset because even in high school, you know, where some people would look from the outside and be like, oh, you're the guy, you know, whatever the case may be. I was still working super hard, and, and I, but I had a little bit of I'm looking around to see who can I beat out. Yeah. Instead of, hey, you know what, am I looking inside that was I better than I was yesterday? That's all I got to ask. That's you right. Know? Yeah. And so I really got to change that mindset, um, you know, this past year and a half of my life and really see it apply into the game and see how much that can change your game going yeah, to the Yeah, when you, you know, it's – when you're in the NFL, right? you know, it's you versus your best self. Right. Because – it, and it's no different in the Big Ten or Liberty's Conference, wherever you're at. It's always going to be you versus your best self. When you're done playing football, yeah, it's going to be you versus your best self. No doubt. Because there's days where you just feel like, man, I don't feel like getting out of bed today. But mm. you versus your best self gets you up, gets you out of bed, gets you moving, gets right. you doing what you're supposed to do. Right. What are you going to major in when you go over to Liberty? Uh, not completely sure, but it'll be in the business world for sure. Um, I, at, at Minnesota, I was looking to get into entrepreneurial management hmm. um, in their Carlson School of Business, but um, I'm kind of I'm kind of open for for that next step. But yeah, I mean, and and to touch back on that mindset of every every day waking up, like it goes deeper than just you having your mindset. Because I think for me, um, what drives me every single day, I couldn't have done it without my faith you know because without jesus like i would not have the hope to continue to go every single day because there's been times in the past year and a half where it was you know it's like why why do i even get up and go to workouts today you know it's but that hope that's inside me is just what keeps me going forward yeah i can see that's another reason why you chose to go to liberty i would imagine right yes sir you know that's probably on your you know when you head 
and you had opportunities to go some other schools again, mm-hmm. you know, coming yeah. into the transfer portal like Memphis and some other places. Yes, sir. But, you know, you wanted to get into that Christian-based environment, and mm-hmm. Liberty offers that. Right. So that was a great opportunity for you to go there. What? So let's talk a little bit more about your faith. Where? Uh, how did it start out? Where have you taken it from? Because, you know, we have to choose our own faith. Right. Just because our parents drug us to church when we were little kids <laughs> right. doesn't right. mean that we're still Amen. believing <laughs> what they believed, right? Yeah. Yeah. So how do you get to that? Yeah, I mean, it definitely is a, is a personal um, decision that you have to make. Uh, but my dad was a pastor. I'm very thankful for that foundation that God allowed me to have in my life. And um, But I, I remember I was about seven to eight years old sitting in a Dairy Queen line and it, it, it hit me I was like man I want to accept Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior really yes sir and so was the Dairy Queen that crazy it was what? that crazy I mean we were just having that <laughs> that good a conversation in the Dairy Queen line but um shout out Dairy Queen I guess yeah. but I, I don't have an NIL deal with them right now so we'll, we'll take that out but no <laughs> but yeah no it, it that was that was when I um personally accepted Jesus into my life but ever since then it's just been a continuing growing every single day in my relationship closer and closer to Jesus Christ and just striving to be more like him and uh, just knowing, just being able to see this past year. I mean, for my faith, um, being able to share the gospel, being able to grow in my faith um, when, when it's in a dark area, you know, if we're talking spiritually. Was um, it hard to be in a, uh, is it hard to be you being, you know, yeah, you're not ashamed of the gospel. I know you, so you're not ashamed of the gospel. Is it hard was it difficult for you to be in that type of environment, just knowing who you are? And then how do you feel like going to a place like Liberty? Yeah, I mean, it it, it wasn't difficult, but it, I had to be calculated. And yeah. that I didn't really like that because I'm somebody, like you said, I, I try to be outspoken with my faith. And, um, you know, I, I even if it's a little subtle shirt that says Jesus loves you or whatever the case may be, like I try to do things like that just so people know what it's all about, you know, and what I'm all about. And so I, I wasn't um, skittish at all sharing the gospel in Minnesota, but it definitely had to be more calculated because you have a foundation there uh, of the world, right? And, and not to not to call out or anything like that and, and shine a bad light, but there's a foundation of the world that they're serving the world. And, and at, at Liberty, a school like Liberty, there's a foundation of Christ. You know, and that's the difference is now you have that foundation backing you. But because I was in this foundation of the world and I was shining this light as much as I could, and I can do better always, but I felt like at, at Minnesota, I tried to shine a light in every situation I was in, you know, and share gospel and, and, and let Christ shine through me. And now going to Liberty, I'm not going to stop that. Um, but you have that foundation to just kind of back you up with it. And yeah. Yeah, I know you started a, a Bible study, if you mm-hmm. want to call it that, however you want to call it. But yes, when you were up at Minnesota, how'd that go? And the players gravitate towards that? And- oh, definitely. I mean... That definitely that was that was probably one of my favorite things that that I that I did it at Minnesota. It wasn't me accomplishing it, but it was yeah. it was Christ working through me. But me and Tanner and, and a bunch of other guys had had Bible studies, and we and we really got to see the team start to gravitate, as you said, towards those Bible studies and and really look for answers. And and we had in my Bible study, I was kind of leading uh, the freshman group um, where there was a lot of questions, there was a lot of searching and trying to figure out if I even, if they even want to be in the Bible study. Um, but like every single day we came in and, and we got to cover a new topic and I thought that was super special because those guys, some of them have never heard what's inside the great, great book of the Bible, you know? Yeah. And so for me to be able to, to illustrate that to them and, and to share truth with them was really awesome to just see their, their minds start to be like, wow, like 
I never knew that, you know, yeah. or, or whatever. I hope you can still do that through Zoom or whatever mm-hmm. with those teammates, you know, your former teammates up there. Once you're a teammate, you're always a teammate, no right. matter where you go. True that. True and, that. <laughs> uh, you know, you can still share, you know, what you're sharing with them, even though they're up there and you're down wherever you're at. And you yes, might sir. be even a bigger, better weapon mm-hmm. than, than ever before because now you're going to be around some other guys that you're going to learn from and right. all that kind of stuff. Right. So. Yeah. Let's get back to that culture thing. So how does a strength coach, you know, instill that culture that the head coach, because the head coach can't be there all the time. Right. He's like out. Recruit. Yeah, yeah he's, he's doing, he, you know, he's got a bunch of stuff that he's got to tend to for sure. You know, you're going to spend a lot of, majority of your time with your strength coach and how they solidify the culture is just a standard. You know, they, they, they hold you to the highest standard that they can. And I think that, uh, Coach Nickel, all props to him that he held us to a very high standard, and I really appreciate that because when you come in, you knew what you're gonna get. Yeah, you know, you knew that you're gonna. Did you have some guys on the team that were just like, "This is dying, dying <laughs> yeah. doing this." this is... I mean, there was days, you know, there's yeah. days where everybody's like, "I'm not, I'm not doing this," and it's not, yeah, it's not worth it or whatever the case may be. But at the end of the day, like, if you do that, then you're probably gonna get sent out. You know, it's like. <laughs> It's come to work or, or don't come at all. Yeah, there's so, very low tolerance for, <laughs> right, right. for that. Right, right. But, no, I mean, it, that's, all, that's all it takes is just holding people to a standard, you know. What's the difference between, like, Minnesota, in your eyes, in retrospect, looking back, Minnesota and Michigan, Minnesota and Iowa, Minnesota, mm-hmm. Ohio State? I say I would say culture. Um, a little biased towards Minnesota because I was in it, but um, there's definitely – there's a spoken and unspoken culture in every program that you have. Okay. Right? And so – the fact of the matter is every program has a culture. Is it spoken or is it not spoken, right? And I think that Iowa is a culture that, you know, there's spoken things for their culture, but they also have things unspoken where, you know, they they are, are a, you know, a winning program, I guess you could say, and so is Minnesota, so is Michigan, all that stuff. But, like, that's, that's kind of unspoken things. You know, Minnesota, a lot of our stuff's spoken, and it's the standard that we hold to, and it's it's kind of new and it's developing and it's like, it's shocking some people, you know, with how we, how we do things or how they do things. Yeah. And so I'd say like, that's probably the difference is just like the spoken and unspoken cultures, um, in those programs. But yeah. Okay. So let's go, let's fast forward. And now it's the end of the college football season. Yep. Four teams got to go to the playoffs. Right. Okay. You got Georgia, Michigan, Cincinnati and Alabama. So yeah. you don't know anything about Cincinnati's culture other right. than probably what you've seen on TV or heard mm-hmm. through the grapevine or maybe read a little bit. Mm-hmm. How does a team like Cincinnati, because they're not in the Big Ten and they're not in the right. in the you know how do they get? How does that? How do they get there? Well, I mean, they definitely get there by beating good teams. I mean, they're undefeated, right? Yeah. Um, so. I mean, they've they've won every game, which is very hard to do, um, no matter what level you're playing at. Yeah. Um, but like they they get there by just coming in with the standard as well. Like they have a standard in their program. I actually took a visit there, um, and it was really good. They definitely have a standard in their program, and it's it's to win championships and to go and and compete at the you know power five level. And so they're getting that opportunity to do that. Um, I, I look forward to maybe seeing them beat you know one yeah. of the teams, and that'd be really special. But um, like, yeah, I, I think they just do that by their culture and their standard. It all comes down to culture at the end of the day. I I'd agree. Say, and know. people are culture. Right. And right. how we how we get them aligned in it mm. is and, – and the leaders that keep the people aligned within that culture mm. are extremely uh, important. You yes, know, sir. how a head coach 
he can say something, but he needs to say it over and make sure that it happens. Right. And say it over and make sure it happens again and again and again. Right. Because what I love about Cincinnati having this opportunity, it shows everybody that you don't have to be Alabama. You right. don't have to be Georgia. Right. You can be Cincinnati. Yeah. You could be Boise. You could be Fresno. You could be mm-hmm. Minnesota. You could be Liberty. You could be whoever. Right. But when you get yourself lined up and you commit, yep. this is what can happen. And that's right. what I think is so cool about yeah. it. Yeah. And that's a life lesson, you know, for sure. That's Absolutely. the thing is apply that to life and as whoever's listening to this, you know, take that and, and, and run with it for sure. And that's a great opportunity at Liberty is – um, looking forward into the future, like I, I, I believe that we'll have opportunities to compete um, for championships and, and national championships. Maybe um, that's that's the case um, for sure. So that's that's the goal. That's what we're looking towards. And I'm really looking forward to uh, the opportunity that I get at Liberty to go play football and and uh, go in there and and maybe go take their program to the next level with with what Coach Freeze is doing. I mean, he's doing a great job and he's really transformed their program. And it's exciting that. I get to just be a part, you know, come in there and be a part of it for sure. Yeah, so. and you'll you'll be a big part because, you know, coaches need the the on the field coach. Mm-hmm. You know, at the different positions, the quarterback is supposed to be the on the field coach, anyways. Right. But you also need that other places too. Right. Right. Look at the Kansas City Chiefs. They got Travis Kelsey. You know, he actually came from Cincinnati. Right. And uh, he, I mean, I don't know how vocal he is as a leader or not but his actions right. speak Speak, loud yeah. and the other players are like though all the tight ends in the league want to be like travis travis you know, right, just, right and i'm sure you want to aspire to be more like travis because mm-hmm. you know he's a receiving tight end that does that kind of right you know and he played quarterback in high school and, mm-hmm. and did some different things so yeah but you know you'll bring you're bringing something right that they don't have like I, I know when I was coaching, I was like, if it doesn't help us win, we're not doing it. Mm-hmm. So in regards to recruiting, in regards to lifting in the weight room, in regards to running after practice, if it doesn't help us win, we're not doing it. So we wouldn't recruit a guy if it didn't help us win. Mm-hmm. And so appreciate you're, you're going to be coming in. You're going you're gonna to do I great things there. It'll be fun. I appreciate fun it. Yeah, I'm, and that's the thing, too. I'm excited, man. Every, every single person on that team at Liberty is, is really special, and I got to meet a few of them. Um, and just to be, you know, collabing with them, yeah. um, with this team effort and, and coming all together, like, it, it's awesome to see. Um, you don't really get anything like it in football. You know, football is really cool. Um, it's how the world should work is all different kinds of people from all different backgrounds, from all different whatever, um, come together for one cause that's right. and accomplish what they're trying to get done. You know? I love that. And so that's really that's really special and a really fun opportunity that I, I'm, I'm blessed to be a part of. I think that's what's so unique about athletics in general. Mm. And music is that way a lot. You know, they'll True. form a band True. and get together right. for one cause, you know. Right. And, and football is, is a lot different than a lot of sports. I've played a lot of sports. You have too, <laughs> you know. You don't really get hit in the back of the neck yeah. playing basketball yeah, right. or baseball. But right. football you do and here's the here's the standard. Get up. Mm. Get up. Mm. Yeah. And don't start a fight because right. somebody hits you in the back. Right. Of the head. Next play. Yeah. Next it's play. The next play. We move yeah. on. So you you learn how to compete and control your emotions and and you know, we say fight, but it's not a physical fist fight. It's a it's a it's an internal mm. emotional fight like you said be your best you got to be your best self and some of that is like holding yourself containing your emotions not wanting to push the guy or yeah. knock his teeth out because right. he hit you so hard right. made you silly 
all can, that kind of stuff. Yeah, like can you know controlled violence in the sense of like you're calculating. Okay, the next play, I get to then get him back for whatever happened. You know, that's that's how it comes down. Yeah, you know, and so. you hope you get to line up. Yeah, right, right, right. That's so who's special. gonna win these games? Let's end this. <laughs> let's end this thing with this. Who's gonna win? We got uh, Georgia's playing Michigan. Yep. And Alabama's playing Cincinnati. Man, what I, are your picks? I I, I would don't take, stumble and mumble. Just I'm gonna don't take say, I'm well, gonna take Cincinnati. Okay, against Alabama because that's kind of what I want you know want yeah. to happen. Yeah. Um. But and then I'll, I'll take Georgia over Michigan. Um. I like you know respect to Michigan, but at the same time not respect to Michigan. <laughs> so well we'll take we'll take Georgia. It's hard over, for you over to Michigan. cheer for Michigan. <laughs> yeah. I know it's too right, hard right, for you to right. cheer for Michigan. You're too, yeah. too close to that situation. <laughs> right on. Right that's on. cool. Hey Austin, so I'm so grateful that you came on Thank another you. rep. Let's let's finish with this though. What does another rep mean to you now that you've gone through all these different situations? Mm-hmm. What do you think? And it doesn't necessarily have to. It just what does it mean to you? Another yeah. rep. Another rep to me means like let's go again. You know, like let's just let's line up and let's do it. You know, whether that's in the weight room, whether that's in life, whether that's you know on the field, let's go ahead and do another one. You know, whatever that. happens to you. Um, you're gonna get up, as you mentioned, and just and just get another rep, you know. So I, I think that's kind of what it means to me, and um, you know, kind of what it means to you a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's kind of what it means. At the, at the end of the day, is like you're gonna pop up, you're gonna go again. Whatever hits you, you're gonna keep on going. So. Keep getting another rep, that's another right. good rep. That's you know, I always ask everybody that's on this show because the name of the show is Another Rep with Coach Steve Hagen and. Mm-hmm. I always am asking people, what's another rep mean to you? And I, I just love hearing their answer because as, as simple as that sounds, another rep, people will define it yeah. with their life. They define it with their – their answer is the definition of their actions right. and how they define it. And like you said, you just keep getting up. You keep getting up. You don't know if you're going to Liberty and being the starter, the second no, team guy. Right. You have no idea right. what's going to happen. I'm just going into work. Yeah, you're going, going into, into work, work and you're going in to make it happen. That's right. Whatever. That's right. And you sure. go in with that mindset and you just and you crush it. Mm-hmm. So. Yes, sir. All right, man. Another rep. That's Another right. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, love having you on. Let's go. Yes, sir. Hey, Austin. Thanks so much for coming on. Another rep. Love it. Love hearing how you're doing. I'm going to be rooting for you. Rooting for Liberty, obviously. Hey, for everybody else, if you like this show, Hit subscribe and share this show with your people because I think everybody's reps helps everybody else's reps. And this is how we do life. We all are connected all the time. And if we can learn from somebody else, let's do it. So share this with your people. Share it with your friends, your family, your teammates. And uh, that's it. Let's go make it a great day. I am out.